For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Shalom, for on the record. This is Minister Shedra Ben Israel, tribe of Judah, and welcome to Thursday Night Fellowship Line. The time now is 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 o'clock p.m. Central. Uh, uh, for those who uh, may not know that the university is up again, the link to the university is trhu.education. The word education is spelled out. Um, so it's T-R-H-U dot education. Uh, please go in, uh, review any lessons that may be there. If you guys are having any other issues, please um, alert one of the ministers, and we'll get right on in and let uh, Priest knows about it because he's pretty much been busy trying to get this. Um, who's all online right now? Well, you can Okay. And who else? Brother Priest. It's your love, brother. You might live a long time, Priest, because I told them that they had any issues. We are going to relay them to you. But, okay, if they have any issues, they can just speak to you directly. Um, Is there anyone else? Shalom. I'll hear it. Do. Anyone on the record? Okay. Uh, uh, Priest, I can uh, yield to you, brother, if you have any um, any announcements that you want to make. Shalom, brother. I tried to call a meeting for today, but uh, apparently it's not going to be successful. Um. But basically, it's kind of like what you start off with. I want to make sure that everybody knows that, well, the first thing, I want to make sure everybody knows the university has um, changed uh, the address, uh, make sure everybody's had an opportunity to log in, let everybody know that, unfortunately, um, there are going to be some things missing as I'm in a rebuilding process, but... Um, that's important. Um, I was not able to speak with EK earlier because of all the things that are going on, um, Brother Shedrick. Uh, so, I'm, uh, Brother EK, are you there? Hello, Brother, yes, sir. Yeah, I'm going to try to, uh, uh, I'm going to need to speak with yeah. you. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay. I'm going to need, uh, Brother E.K., I'm going to need to speak with you briefly tomorrow because um, we need to straighten out the situation that, uh, well, you know what I'm saying, what the situation. But... but um, it's not that big of a deal. Just need to make sure that we get everything right. Um, 
So, Brother Yakin, were you able to visit the new location of the of the, the university? Yes, sir. Um, it, 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 I couldn't really get on as far like me going on Google and typing it, but uh, I had Ramley all sending me the link, and I just went straight on it. And um, I had logged in and everything. I had no problem. Okay. Um, did you see what was on there this week? Um, did you review what's on there this week? Uh, on the Steven Thoughts? Yeah. No, I didn't really, I didn't see anything on there. No, no, no. I seen um only thing I think I seen was an audio. Yeah, did you go over there? Did you uh, listen to it? No, sir, not yet. Okay. Well, that's what we're going to be discussing next week. But um, I just wanted to make sure that you're able to access it. Anybody that's not able to access the university, um, not everybody's going to have courses. Uh, Some of the courses might be confused. I will try to explain it, but I'm going to say the best I can. What I had to do is I I had to try to save the database of users and the courses that everybody was in. I tried to import it into the new thing, to the new installation. No luck. Not only no luck, but, um, well, I can't say that. It did import, but it screwed some of the stuff up. So I have had to um, kind of do it manually. What was happening is some people, everybody's uh, passwords that were used before are are gone because I had to start fresh on that. So that's why I made dummy passwords. The next thing is some people's email address for their uh, username was um, encrypted some kind of way that it did not decrypt, for lack of a better way to explain it. And um, so some of your email addresses that were your usernames, I had to correct that. So there are a few things that that were problems in the changeover, but ultimately um, it was basically starting over from scratch. So um, I don't want to do it, but that's my duty. It's my responsibility. And I apologize for any inconvenience to anyone, but it's out of my control. I just have to uh, do what I have to do in order to keep us moving forward. Um, The next thing is there are some people in the nation that although no matter what um, class you're in, no matter what class you're in, there are, diff- there are people that are in different areas of um, awareness. And <clears throat> I'm opening up a, uh, I guess you could say another class. Shalom, brother. This is Brother Gavin with, and Brother Trevon. We we chimed in together. I uh, I just retrieved my uh, the new code. I was looking for it. I I didn't uh, put it with the phone when I 
put it in my new contact. So I was just I just found it. You say you are on to, together? Yeah, I merged them because um, he couldn't get in either. So I I I, I um, found the code. I remember the sister Tanisha gave me the code a while back in email, but I didn't when I uh, created my new contact list. I didn't put the new code in with my phone number, and I was like, I forgot that it was a new code. Then I remembered, and uh, sister Tanisha that she emailed it, she texted to me one time. So uh, I finally got in with him. I I, he, I merged him into my phone. And there's a couple people, Brother Ock Ketrick and Ock Matthew, said they, they said on WhatsApp they could not get in uh, with the older new code. I think I, I'll show them the code. Hey, listen, listen. This is very, very, very important. Sometimes you can't get in if you try to call in immediately because the call hasn't started, so you might have to wait two or three minutes. So that's one reason. But I want to stress this because we talked about this in the meeting before. Um, We don't want people doing three-way calling on any of our calls anymore. One of the reasons why why now with the two of you is okay because we know who the two of you are. It's okay today. But I'm saying we don't want people doing three-way calling because there are some people that are not, they are in inactive status or, or whatever, and it was brought to my attention um, through Minister Shedrick, and it was brought to his attention by um, Diplomatic Officer Robert, and both of them had concerns that they expressed to me. The three of us agreed, along with Minister Lynn, that this would be uh, a security issue. So please, um if if you don't have a choice and you're having major problems and you can't get in, um, as long as it's somebody that you know is in your class or something, at least announce that they, they can't get in and let us decide whether we will let them in via three-way or something. You see, That's like, right. let Shedrick or one of the instructors or... Because, because um, there, there are a couple of people that are just not doing right. Um, I'm not going to put their names up, but they're not active. They're not in class. And because they're not active, they don't need to be trying to sneak in here and, and sneak on other people's phone lines. Um, some people might be put out, you know, posing like they're still in. So, it's diplomatic officer brother Robert. He he is he is definitely a watchman. Definitely a watchman. Praise the Lord for him. But you know it's okay now because we know who it is. But um, you know, anyhow, here's the situation. We have different people at different degrees of comprehension according to what you're doing in your life. But I want to speak briefly on why we have to do these IDs now. I'm saying we have to. And another thing pertaining to status that we need to implement immediately 
and I'm going to explain why. It appears to me that Donald Trump, this is just my observation. Now, I could be wrong, but it looks like Donald Trump is preparing for a bankruptcy, for an additional bankruptcy. Whenever you're in a bankruptcy, as an individual, most of us may or may not know this, but whether you do or not, let me just get through it. Yeah. What the heck was that? Uh, okay, within your bankruptcy, you can't. Oh my goodness, I did not call back Sister Nisha. I just realized that. Oh my lord. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Oh my gee, I just realized it. Um. Anyhow, um. It, whenever you're in a bankruptcy, I did read it by the way, Sister, and I thought you might. Uh, whenever you're in a bankruptcy, you, you always have the opportunity to uh, change your bankruptcy. Like, say if you're in a Chapter 7, you can change to Chapter 13. Okay, so it's the same with nations and governments. You can change the bankruptcy. The United States was already in a bankruptcy, but what it looks like was going to happen, it looks like, um, as one of the brothers said, it looks like liquidation is going on. It looks like that to me. Um, the dealings that Trump has had with China, uh, it looks like a liquidation is going on. And usually liquidation precedes bankruptcies. And what I mean is, it's basically like when you're desperate for money, you start selling stuff off. So sometimes people go out of business. So there's a liquidation that they, they're saying going out of business, uh, liquidation sale. But sometimes they liquidate to, to keep from going out of business so that you can raise money. It's like kind of like having a yard sale. You know, you need money. You got to raise money for rent or something. And you got to, you're having a yard sale you know, or to pay your mortgage or whatever. So it's kind of like that. And so as I'm stating, that's what it looks like Donald Trump is doing. Now, everyone here is in different degrees within the nation. But I kind of want to just make this very clear. Without trying to go too deep into it, just hear me good. As a taxpayer, the taxpayers are responsible for the national deficit, meaning the United States government borrows or borrows or has borrowed, but they continue to do it, so they borrow from whatever source, and that source becomes a creditor to the United States, and the United States pledges the taxpayers to pay back the debt that they created. So they shift the tax deficit on to the bond servant. So bond bond servants are the, the cold word for bond servant is taxpayer. 
okay, you may be a taxpayer, and we don't want to stay taxpayers. But you gotta, you have to honor your status as a taxpayer and do right to graduate from it. The Most High God Almighty implemented taxpayer status, not Caucasoids, not Romans. God Almighty did it through us as Hebrews. We taught it to them. It denotes bond servitude. Now, there's different degrees of bond servitude. But when it comes to our people, Negroes, Latinos, Natives, West Indians, Haitians, we are the lowest on the totem pole. So, what I'm trying to get everybody to understand. Somebody needs to go on mute. Sorry. What I'm trying to get everybody to be on one accord and one thought of. What I'm saying, what I'm saying and why I'm saying it at this time is because this is really, um, it's really important. There's nothing to be afraid of, but we need to really take this very seriously. At the time of birth to the time of 16, what happens is, the debts of the United States states are pledged. One moment. I need to get through this, so that's why. Just please, everyone, uh, everyone, please mute. Because I really need to get through this as expediently as possible so I can get back to work here. All right. The debts of the United States are pledged upon the taxpayers. The individual living soul at the uh, the legal work age has a debt already accrued upon them. The national deficit is divided, is mathematically divided per household, not homestead, not homestead per household so each household is responsible for a portion of the debt somebody said something each household is responsible for a portion of the debt each individual within the household classified as a person is responsible person slash taxpayer slash bond servant is responsible for a portion of the debt. Now, everybody think about this. Is it better for you to be a debtor to the United States or is it better for the United States to be a debtor to you? Just think about that. What I'm stating If you are in your right mind, if you have half a brain, it is better for you 
to be a creditor to the United States and not a debtor. It is better for the United States to owe you and not you owe them. In a time of crises, in case anything happens, you do not want to be in significant debt or any debt at all for that matter to the United States of America. However, there is a means to circumvent that. I generally don't talk like what I'm about to say, but this is critical. I don't want to encourage anybody to get off course. What we teach in this nation is to deal with your responsibilities, get these debts off of you. That's one of the things we teach by the time you get to the first degree or whatever. And we teach you how to discharge them and deal with them, right? But in this hour, hear me good. If you owe the United States government $100, you better make sure that they owe you $300. So uh, what I mean is, if you're in any kind of debt with the United States government, right now, go home, or get, when you get off the line, find out what your total debts are. Be they school loans, be they, I'm, I'm talking about stuff you owe from the past, particular, particularly. Now, I mean like present stuff, even mortgages you might want to include in there. Yeah, you do want to include mortgages. Old credit cards, um, old charge cards from department stores, whatever. You want to get a total amount as close to the penny of everything that you owe any of these corporations. So next week, please have that on this call. If you owe school loans and your school loans are $100,000, that's gonna go on your total amount. Now what we have to do is we have to impl implement a means of getting you more than $100,000 in what is owed to you. Now, it's not as difficult as it might seem, but I'm going to give you some simple ways that it works. Social Security is owed to you. The years that you have worked up until, like, you're not at retirement age. But you and I know they take Social Security money out of your check. That is for your retirement fund. But it's owed to you. If you can figure out how to count, like, you can look at your checks and you can do some basic math and figure out how much has been taken from your checks, you can probably count how much is owed to you. That's a simple way to do it. But the problem there is going to be is probably if you're in the hundreds of thousands in student loans, credit cards, and mortgages, 
is probably not going to be able to offset the, the debt that the United States is owed from you. So here again, you do not want to get caught in a situation in America that is detrimental where you are owing them anything, but if you do owe them, you want them to owe you more than what you owe them. So if you can imagine what I'm saying, it wouldn't matter if it's $100,000 that you owe them. You just better make sure that they owe you $300,000. Now, I'm explaining how you do that and how we need to do it and do it now and how it's going to help our economic situation. All of our lives right now. Now, there are chosen few people that are in the nation that really understand certain things more than others. Certain people that are hardworking and consistent and, um, you know, what have you. So I'm going to ask a chosen few people, um, I'm going to pull them aside, and we're going to deal with another um, department, if you would. We have communications, radio. We're only doing the radio portion right now, but we have radio and television and communication. We have outreach with the Fishers of Men outreach. We have real estate in our real estate group. So these are three different departments. We need one more department, and this is going to be dealing with treasury. And when I'm saying treasury, hopefully I can explain this. I'm trying to get this out as concisely as I can, so please bear with me. Here's what I'm saying about the United States. I don't know what's going to happen with Trump, but I know this. The economy was already bad. And Donald Trump has done, in a short amount of time, he has done some things that are really helpful. If did anybody see what did anybody see what Donald Trump did with the um the uh black colleges? Anybody see that? Yeah. Yeah. Ema, can you share that with me? Yes, he he went in there and he wanted to restore the um the credibility of the black colleges. Uh it was about like six, seven, eight months ago. I'll get the website and post it in the uh and, and give the information to the people where they can go read it. I thought it was a good thing. He's done a couple of good things that surprised me. Now, I'm not, I, I was basically a Donald Trump fan in, in a lot of ways until he became president. You know, he kind of ruined it for me. But I followed Donald Trump for 15 to 20 years. I read several of his books. Um, I used to watch The Apprentice all the time. And I just really liked Donald Trump. Um, I don't think he's a racist, but that's just how I see him. But I'm saying he's done a few good things. My point is, all of it looks like liquidation to me, commercial liquidation. All of it looks like it's pointing towards what he's saying is 
what they say in, in the White House language is a reset. Now, he was saying he wouldn't do a reset. Well, it looked like he might be doing he might be doing it, which means the economy is going to get tighter. Now, I've already seen gas prices creep up a little bit more, food prices creep up a little bit more, and more welfare cuts. So our people, unfortunately, return to criminal activities the tougher it gets on the majority of our people, which makes it more dangerous for us to be out here. So this is not something to take lightly, and I'm trying to explain it so that you can feel the importance of what I'm saying and the seriousness of it, but not be afraid at the same time. So look, don't be a creditor to the United States. I mean, don't be a debtor to the United States. You tally up all your debts, and then here's how we're going to offset the debts. At the same time, we we have to focus on helping people to eliminate debts quicker rather than them waiting until they get the first degree. If you can see the thought of your nucleus, we have to find a means to get these debts knocked off of our people quicker. But at the same time, we're going to take portions of money and place it into treasury. Now, let me explain how this works. Well, hold on. Let me lay the groundwork for it. If, if you, any of you have been in the nation long enough, you'll remember a couple of years ago, um, we were trying to implement the money pool. Anybody remember that? Other than Shedrick and Ema, anybody remember when we were talking about money pools? Shalom. Shalom. Eric, on the record. Yes, sir. Okay. Good, good. So how the money pool works, and it's a basic biblical principle, and it is private banking. This is one of the reasons why people have hated us, and this is one of the reasons why people have hated Jewish people. Private banking money pools. How it works is if you take 10 people, 10 people put $10 in a pool, one individual in that 10 gets $100 this time. The next time, the next individual gets $100. You keep putting the $10 in. And by the end of the thing, by the end of all 10, everybody, everybody's gotten $100. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a short version of it. But it's a money pool. I even opened up an account with um, e-money pool that we just never used. because. Soon after that, then, unfortunately, this um, five links stumbling block came about. So it kind of took us away from being able to implement that. I'm just leaving it at that. So what I'm stating is, same concept, but we put it in 
treasury of the nation. The dues help run the nation. So this is severed from dues. We put it in treasury. We do negotiable instruments. And we divide the return. The returns are usually every 30 days. But what, wait, wait. We put it in in our treasury, which is not, um, it's not a, um, physical building or anything, but we put it in our treasury connected to the United States treasury. Okay. What I'm sharing here needs to stay here. It does not need to be discussed with anybody outside this nation. And it definitely does not be, need to be discussed with anybody that is inactive in the nation. And I'm saying that because sometimes life circumstances happen and you just need to tend to your affairs. But sometimes people go about their business and turn their back on the people and turn their back on the nation. But what I mean is we're setting up the nation to be a creditor to the United States, and we're going to set up the individuals at the same time to be creditors to the United States. I will briefly explain how it's done. You deal with treasury, uh, what is called treasury direct. Now, the Treasury Direct is is basically an online connection directly to the Treasury Department. So when you're dealing with discharge of debt or whatever, you're dealing directly with the Treasury. You're not dealing with anybody else but directly with the Treasury. This is important. As you're dealing directly with the Treasury, you become a creditor to the United States Department of Treasury, i.e. the United States of America Incorporated. But it produces a return on the investment for you. So let's say you put in $100. Now, I'm talking individually right now. You put in $100. Right. In 30 days, you're going to get a return. Presently, as I was last alerted by um, Brother Kedrick, 5.8% returns. Mm. That sounds like a lot, a lot, but it, but you got to understand how I'm trying to set this up here. You'll you'll see if I can get this out properly. As an individual, if you're doing 5.8% on $100, it's $5.80. So in 30 days, you have $105.80. Okay? But 
What you are doing is taking that back and putting it right back in. And then now it's going to be $105.80 at a 5.8% return for the next amount of time, however, however long is in there. So now that's going to start to double eventually. It's going to lead to doubling it. But you are on record by, and, and I'm telling you this with your straw man, by the way. You definitely want a straw man. You're on record doing direct commerce with the United States of America establishing you as a creditor. So what we want to do is run up what you put in there to exceed the debts that you know. So, Brother Eric, does that make sense so far? I'm on, I was on mute. Yes, sir, it makes sense. Perfect sense. And it goes from, uh, basically what you're saying, it goes from them, uh, you paying taxes to uh, you receiving taxes. With that, are you? Very eloquently put, brother. That's a very good look at it. And my point is, the point is you need, I've been teaching this for a long time, but I called on Brother Eric for a reason. This is the reason I called on him. Anyway, I've been teaching this even before the nation. We've been teaching it in the nation. Not everybody is caught on. It's like in the dreams when we teach Treasury Direct. Okay, but I'm saying we're at a time where we need to make this change with our people. So this positions you as a creditor. Now, $105.80 is definitely not going to outweigh your present debts. And it's, but it's, it has you on record. If you understand what I'm saying, it has you on record by social security number, by the name that you're using as a straw man, the name that you're operating through business as, i.e. the straw man. And you want that name, which is the slave master's name, you want that name to become a creditor to the slave master. So now the, now the, 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 the slave master switched positions. So this is an expedient way to do it. Now, it's better for us to do it collectively, which is why I'm saying we're doing it through the nation, through the treasury. The nation has had a, a um, treasury direct account at least since 10, to, uh, 2010. I think it's been since 2010. Um, I had my own before that. I had my own Treasury Direct back in 2008. They've changed it a little bit now, but anyway, free people are not supposed to be dealing with banks. Let me make that clear. Free people do not use banks. They do private banking or they deal directly with a treasury. 
Now, usually it's their own treasury, meaning us as a nation, we deal with our own treasury. We do our own private banking, which is fine, but just not enough of us are competent in that yet for us to really enforce that. But we need to do something now. So dealing with the treasury directly is the proper way to bank. Now, you have to have a bank account in order to do it, and it has to be a non-interest-bearing bank account because everything that you do as an investment as a creditor to the United States through this Treasury Direct is tax-exempt. It is free of taxation. The depth of that changes how you are dealt with. You're no longer just a bond servant taxpayer slave. So they don't tax you dealing directly with them as a creditor. And the, the thing that you got to understand some of you are going to think about this for the next couple of years, and it's going to grow. I'm telling you it's going to grow in your comprehension. This is a freedom now technology. And why I, I don't want us to be discussing it with people for one reason, because Negroes are savages, and they will kill their babies to make a hot dollar. And they'll get this information, and they'll go peddling it, talking about this is how you get free. So I've, I've been very reluctant to ever discuss this in the way that I'm discussing it now, but it is time and it is necessary. All of you here and all of you in this nation, I'm bearing witness before the Most High God Almighty that you do not misuse this. And may the Most High deal with you as the Most High chooses. If you go out and misuse this information and try to peddle it to people and misuse it, please do not do that. Because this is not a game. Now, as a nation, we can raise the goal faster. We can get to a number faster. And this is what I mean. I'm about to talk third degree and everybody's here is not in the third degree, but you need to know, I need to get this out. Here's what I, what we teach in the third degree. Now I'm not seeing anybody who's done this. <laughs> you put a certain amount in the treasury. It's going to produce a, it's going to produce a return at the time that when we started, like, I guess, seven, eight years ago, it was it was every 13 weeks, okay, or when I started back then. Every 13 weeks, it produces a return. So what you do is every time the return comes back, you put it right back in till it raises up enough that you're making, well, your money is making money for you. That's one of the keys where you always hear the rich get richer. This is one of the keys to how they do it. 
the money starts to work for you. That's the key. Listen, this is going to change you economically. You take the money and you make the money work for you. So you might be working a, a, at a workplace. Fine. That's it's respectable. You should work. You should work hard until you can get your own business. But I'm... Somebody needs to be on mute, please. I'm saying you take whatever little bit of money you can scrounge up and make the money start bringing a return for you until the money starts to work for you, until the money itself starts to pay your bills. Hear me good. You start off and you make it rise up. You keep putting it back in until you're getting $1,200 a month. $2,400 $2,400 a month. Uh, Gavin, am I making sense to you, brother? Because I really don't know if I do sometimes. <laughs> I got to ask. Am I making sense, brother Gavin? Brother Gavin's not here. Damn it. Yes, I, I'm here, brother. I was actually... um. I didn't really hear what you were saying. I was because I'm actually at a meeting that I had to take get into. Um, so if you could repeat it, I, I could definitely. I'll just um, come back. I'll come back to you, brother. Okay. Okay. Yes, sir. Um, let me see who's else on the line. But please. Excuse, uh, Shalom. This is brother Andrew. Can I be heard? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I just want to pass on a message before I forget. Don't mean to interrupt, but um, I came across a site. I don't know if it works out in the States, but it's, you're able to pull your credit score and see the history of whoever you're in debt to online for free. Uh, credit Karma. C R E D I T K A R M A dot C A. Are you? Yeah, it works over here, brother. A lot of people are doing that now. Um, thank you for that information. What I'm trying to say is look, collectively, we can get to a larger goal that much faster. When you collectively pull your resources, of course, you want to do it individually, but you want to do it collectively, and I'm going to try to explain how it works. I'm going to try to talk slow, let it sink in, everybody visualize what I'm saying so you can see it in your mind. If you put $10,000 in, you're going to make a 5.8%. You're going to make 5800 No, $580. $580, yeah. Yeah. You're going to make $580, right? Now, although this may seem difficult, if you make $580 a month off of $10,000, The more you keep doing it, the more money you're going to have in there 
until it's going to bring you to $5,800 a month at $100,000, right? But you divide that collectively amongst those who are in this pool, just like the money pool, you divide it. That way you can reach the higher goal at a faster pace. That way you can get a return every month and it will support you. At the same time, making you a creditor. At the same time, protecting you from recession, depression, or bankruptcy from the United States of America. Do not get caught being a debtor, a commercial debtor to the no-good bastard. Don't get caught being their debtor. In a critical situation, right now, we're in the learning stage and the growing stage, everybody. But I don't want anybody to get caught in this. Anything can happen. We just don't know. So as I'm stating, we... Put it in, it, it, however much we put in, it's going to start doubling and tripling after so a much amount of time to where in three to six months, you can probably raise a million dollars. And at a million dollars, everybody eats. But I'm saying we do it collectively with small pockets of groups or whoever's going to participate. When the returns come back, we divide it. It's a guaranteed return every 30 days or however long you do it. You do it 30 days, you do it 13 weeks, you do it, uh, I think, six months, a year, nine months, a year, whatever. Guaranteed return. Now, if we do this correctly, and we put our efforts into it, it's going to produce not just commercial protection, but it'll produce where you can free yourself up without even having to do grind so much at your at your workplace. Let your money work for you. Brother Shedrick, am I making any sense at all? Because I really don't know. Brother, I was just sitting here thinking, you know, when do we start? <laughs> That's all I was sitting here thinking, um, because there were so many things that, you know, crossed my mind. I was thinking to myself, like, you know, many of us are, you know, uh, worried about, you know, uh, car insurance, health insurance, life insurance, all of these other different things, you know, we really don't have to worry about once we do things like this because this is our security. This is our, this is basically our quote-unquote own nation's social security. That's basically what it is. This is our health insurance. This is our car insurance. This is our dental insurance. This is this is everything that we make it to be. We just have to 
understand how to use it. It's like I hope everybody is following following what Priest is going at with this because the man don't know like he's literally like a spiritual mathematician. <laughs> and like for him to sit here and think of something like this, I was just thinking like, man, you know, I wouldn't have, I'm, you know, when you first brought that idea, I was saying to myself like, man, that is, I never would have thought about it that way because at first I never really knew what it. I never knew what Treasury Direct was. I heard of it. I've been to the site a couple of times, but when we're talking about utilizing it in a way that you're talking about utilizing it, it's beneficial, and it's another way for us to make our money grow without really having to really do anything, but let it, you know, putting it back, getting it, putting it back put a percentage, put it back, so on and so forth. Like, for me, I, hey, this is our, this is the, this is tries Aboriginal Nation Social Security. That's basically what it is. I like it. I'm going to hold for the idea. Hey, you. Praise the Lord. Is 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 Brother Lean on the line? Thank you for that, Brother Austin. Is Brother Lean on the line? I, I am brother, but I can't speak. Okay, uh, thank you, brother. Brother, brother. Yes. Can I say it in Negro terms? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, first of all, I see it as us being tributaries becoming tributaries. You know, tributaries where we, you know, it kind of reflects in my mind when you're talking. It's ringing bells and going here and there because of my situation, what might come about in the future, not too far from now. And so we look at it as when we go to college, we pay our dues. When we go to church, we pay donations. Even when you go in the store, you see a little can for children, donate. I, I say we're all putting this together as money in the bank. It's an investment, privatization. It's an investment for us to be able to put that big old T-R-U-S-T there and let's do this thing and put it together and let's work this stuff. And I yield. Praise the Lord. Now, now in the past when we've done things um, and things have come up to challenge, to challenge what we're doing, who's who's guest fourteen? Who's guest? Cedric. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. In, in when we've done these things, you know, there are different things that um, we go through that I don't particularly that I go through or various people in the nation that that we all go through that you just don't know the depth of, of some of the treachery that I have experienced. <laughs> and some of you do because sometimes I got to call and talk to Brother Kedrick <laughs> and say, you know, Brother Kedrick, the father of the nation, Ema's the mother of the nation. And, you know, sometimes we're on the calls and I just got to vent. Like, this is what some of these no-good Negroes have done, you know, backstabbing bastards, excuse my language. But, you know, every now and then, one of them has come along. For the most part, we've been blessed because 95 to 98% of the people that we've had in this nation have been good people, and they haven't been troublemakers. But that small one or two percent that has been troublemakers, you know, they really left a mark. Um, we 
uh, as all of you know, I went through and started scaling people down the last six to 10 months and about 20 people are gone now. Mm. And you wouldn't even realize that, that 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 amount of people are gone, but about 20, uh, maybe, yeah, but maybe about 22 people are gone. Mm-hmm. And it was necessary. And I'm not saying that it was all bad situations. Right. Most of them were actually not even really bad situations. It, it, it's only been maybe two or three people, maybe four people, I'll say four, in six years of this nation, only four people have been troublemakers. And I can count them on my hand. I can call their name off, but I'm not going to do it. Um, some of you were here when the original troublemaker came up. But anyway, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, we have, we have a real estate program, right? We're focusing on purchasing real estate, making profits, getting housing for all of us, fine. It's been difficult. People have joined, have come in, people have quit. People have taken leaves. People that were in the real estate group, two of the people that were supposed to be leading the real estate group in representation, um, one of them took a leave and another of them is missing in action and is AWOL. So... Those are two people that we needed. Another took a, an emergency leave. So that's three people that we were relying on. Others just, for whatever reason, did not return. So we scaled down to only uh, really basically four people. And we're we're progressing every day. It's just a slow progress. But we're still doing it. With radio, this is for particularly for Brother Yaquin who's here. We have our own radio station. We have our own television network. We're not pushing the television network yet, but it's it, it's we have it's there. Uh we have Soul Science Radio. We have Soul Science Radio. Basically, it's a television channel that's out right now on Roku on Roku TV. If you have a Roku streaming media player, you can see it. So that's out there. So we have a television outlet, and we have radio that we're doing, and we're building those into industries. Employment is coming for our people. We had to build in the lifeline of any nation and any functional body is whatever industry that nation can produce. Now, you all know, just like I know, the number one things Negroes like to do, sing and shake their behinds and dunk a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> you know, they like to rap and, and all of this, right? I'm, I, I love the, the music that we do. I love our, our talent. But most of our skills are, unfortunately, in entertainment fields. Most of our interest is there. So what better what better outlets for our people than in communication and radio and in television, which is broad now. It's broad because it can cover a lot of different things, but we have those things in place. And, and we're growing and getting better every day. Okay, now, as we're doing this, um, focus on a collective or those of us that we can pull out of the nation that are going to really be focused on this and really take this seriously. There's, there's, for this, I'm not, I'm not risking the ball being dropped. I, I can't, I can't do that on behalf of us as a people, as the administrator. We all make mistakes. Fine. This is a different thing. We can we, we got to have people that that are going to be consistently serious and have a track record of being consistent and being serious. So we'll pull a few people aside that can focus 100% on this, just like some people are focusing on radio, some people are focusing on our outreach. We need some people to focus strictly on this and overseeing it. Now, part of this, this is the part that is a little bit broader. So, Brother Eric, if you remember, I asked you if the program that introduced you to the nation, um, if you thought that that, why well, I asked both you and your consort, if you all thought that that would be beneficial to people in the public. So I'm going to bring that in slowly but surely. I'm not going to go into too much detail about it right now, but that's going to be an educational source because I was teaching this Treasury Direct before the nation was formulated. And we need to implement this and be able to help the people we got to be able to help ourselves first, but help the people where they are right now. So we'll extend it. But look, the education on businesses, if you don't have a business, you do have a business, needs to be implemented in this. You got to understand how the businesses work. When you 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 can just put money into this treasury direct and just get a return all the time. If you know brother priest, if you know anybody in this nation, we're not here to produce an ignorant people. You have to be educated. You got to comprehend it. And it's not like it's a whole lot to learn. Is really just learning the mechanics of how to set this up and make it work. But I'm saying that because last year we wanted to put in social media 
of directors. We have those in place. Tying into your businesses because I'm telling you what's about to happen. We are not going to have a choice, brothers and sisters, but to take our people and have them be quote-unquote employees. But the scriptures teach if your brother be waxing poor, or what, no matter what's going on with your brother, do not charge your brother usury, meaning don't apply compound interest or interest upon your brothers and sisters. Do not make your brothers and sisters bond servants. So we're not going to pull them in as quote-unquote employees and make them taxpayers. But this is where we have to take this seriously. So think about the foundation that I'm laying out first, which is collectively and individually, we want to start doing treasury business. First and foremost, to separate you from your debts. As you're pulling your debts down, we're going to have to just go over with people how to knock these debts out quick through administrative process. But at the same time, raising your credit. Brother Kendrick, can you uh, speak on anything for us? Because I don't, I don't know if I'm really sounded. I, I'm sort of self-conscious about this, but can you say anything, sir, that might be helpful for us, please? You've been doing very good so far this evening. Um, You've given a great explanation of where we need to go and what we need to do and how we need to do it. um, You know I'm a numbers man, so the percentages of what we're talking about is not that high just yet, but the way the um, federal government is is going, the road that it's going down, those interest rates will rise. Um, but the sound, the the, um, the principles of what you're saying is very sound. We need to make money to make money to work for us. And the larger the amount of money we can get together, the better the return will be. The return comes in four-week notes, 13-week notes, and 26-week notes. And the interest rate on those goes higher each time you go. The four-week note is um, 0.64, the 13-week note is 0.82, and the 26-week note is 0.96, almost a whole percentage point. And, but these these rates are bound to increase just for the simple fact of, of um, what President Trump is doing. And it's inevitable that his his spending is going to raise the interest rates. And that means the rates on these notes, these bills, these treasury notes and bills, which we are all contemplating getting into, are going to increase. And with that increase will come the greater benefit of our return. These bills are able to be... um, reinvested 
which is like the example, that hundred dollar example that you gave, where you put in a hundred and you get back at the present rate six dollars and eighty cents. Instead of buying next bond at one dollar at a hundred dollars, you're buying the next bond at a hundred dollars and six dollars, hundred and six dollars. So you're actually buying more. If you can't buy the whole one, you can still buy a piece of one. But the principle of the fact that it's reinvesting accumulates. And that's the objective of where we need to go. The compounding accumulates. That is the key to what we're doing, trying to do here. If we can initiate that and get the ball rolling on a scale as, as a group of people, as a pool, we can make this happen big time, and everybody in that pool will be able to benefit from it. As, as I said earlier, your explanation so far this evening has been excellent and on the point. You're explaining it to the people very well. Um, if you want the details <laughs> and the numbers, you know who I am. <laughs> I, I is. Praise the Lord. Now, I, I have to give credit to um, our elder um, brother, Kedrick, because he, he pulled me aside recently and he was speaking with me about that from a third degree perspective. And he got the wheels turning in my mind when he told me, he told me the hard numbers. I was like, oh, wait, boom. It started turning in my brain. And then the last two, which was a couple months ago, but then the last two weeks, is when it's like I was looking at all the things that had come in front of us. I was just looking at this. Me knowing that we must be doing biblical private banking. We must do it. Um, I set up a treasury website months ago, particularly to start flowing our, our own currency, using our own money. And then all this was twirling in my mind. And then me speaking with Brother Kedrick just hit me like, man, that's, yeah, we can do it now. We can do it. So the, the difference is that this is not something that we have to wait for in order for it to produce a return immediately. Contingent upon where you are economically, you got to be able to afford to do it um, however you can afford it, no matter what you start off with. But if we're going to do it as a pool, those who can get into this pool, this nation pool, um, that's what we want to focus on for the nation. And then each individual can do the same so we can make sure that we take you that we that you're not left in danger of be of being just a creditor. Like I said, if you owe them a hundred, you better make sure you that they owe you three hundred. <clears throat> and one other point I want to say, this is about this is kind of a side note, so I won't go into too much detail. Another form of residual revenue is like really simple and it starts with social media 
But with the social media being and us being able to reach out to people, we can formulate a means of every time you're reaching out to people, every time you're telling people about the nation, you can generate revenue for yourself and for the nation. If you're doing treasury, right, and you put in $100 this week, you put in $100 next week, you put in $100 the following week, $100 the next week, in four weeks you put $400. So you put in $400, right? Six point, what did you say? Six point, what was the 30-day rate again? Point six, point six eight. Six point six eight? No, zero point six eight. Oh, zero point six eight. Okay. So if you put it in, right, and in 30 days it puts a return, then next week, next month you do the same. Let me go back to the $100. You put in $100 this month, it comes back, boom. You put in $100 the next month. This time you don't only have $100 that's going to produce you a return. You got $206 that's going to produce you a return. You keep doing that, and it's going to multiply expediently. So the main thing that I want to say that we got to focus on, look at your debts, tally up the total amount. We're going to position the people to where your credit outweighs your debt. We want to eliminate the debt. We'll get to that. Totally eliminate it. So, everybody, please have that prepared for next week, next Thursday. Um, I, I'm going to be taking a break from a few classes this at the beginning of the week. Not to see class. Definitely not to see class. The, the classes are going to go on. But the classes that I've been overseeing, but I'm going to take some time off because i got to deal with these website issues. So the IDs, the T-shirts, and all that stuff is not in the university for purchase right now. But I'm trying to tell you all, we're going to need these IDs. You're going to need to, you're going to, need to have these with you in case of emergency so you can be identified, so people can identify you. One other point I want to make, um, this is the last thing I got to say. We have two newly approved people that are coming to the nation next week. Because of how things have been going, we're, we're not doing the orientation, or at least one of them is going to be coming in next week, uh, hopefully both of them. One of them is a sister, wonderful, beautiful spirit and a sister. Another of them is a brother, and a brother 
uh, he's a he's a warrior, good brother, young, um, really focused on doing the right thing, good brother. So that's Sister Shanice and Brother DeShane. Those are two people that will be coming into the nation. Uh, what else do I need to say? Oh, uh, Brother Yakin, I need to get you into the WhatsApp. Everybody listen. If you have to take, um, if you got to miss a day or whatever, I'm trying to let everybody know. I'm at such, my, my workload has gotten so heavy. I cannot sit up and talk on the phone and call people like that. I can't do it. You got to talk to Ema. You got to talk to Ema. This is admissions. We're trying to, we're trying to um, get better in our governmental capacity, and the proper department has been turned over officially all the way to EMA. When it comes to uh, dealing with admissions, absences, um, hardships, whatever, talk to EMA. I wish I could do something else, but it's too much. I don't even have time for myself. It's times where I'm, I'm at the computer like 12 hours a day. 16 hours a day, not getting sleep, not even leaving the office or the home office is a better way to say it because I actually got a home office space, not even leaving the office. Sister Tora bringing me food to eat, constantly working, can't really talk on the phone People want to talk for hours and hours and hours. I can't do it. I can barely talk for five minutes, to be honest with you. No entertainment. I'm not going out to the movies. I barely even leave the office. I barely even leave the house. <laughs> Literally. There's been times, I'm not even kidding you, that I have not left the house for three and four weeks. Dealing in the home office. There's no joke not to go to the gas station. I got a knucklehead stepson, and I got a consort, and they can handle different things. Not to, I, it's, I, I'm telling you, I, it's too much work. The only day I get off is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown, and believe me, as soon as that sun goes down, I'm back to work on Saturday night. Believe me. So please understand, we're trying to be a, a better functional government, and the proper channel is is not me to discuss those types of things with. It is EMA, Department of Administration. Anybody want to say anything before I exit? Sure. Yeah, um, um, I just had a quick question. I know you gave the brothers a, a login to the university where they're supposed to log in and then change their password, but the ladies never got one. So That's not true. How does the, the ladies got, got some? Yeah. Where is it? Is it 
He sent uh, a he sent a mass text message with sister sister one and brother man one. I did not get that text, but that thank you. That's sister one. All right, sister, that was sister sister dash one capital sister, S sister sister dash one. Okay, thank you. Since you said that, let me say this. If you have a problem logging in with your own login username, try your email address. If your username doesn't work, try your email address. All brothers are brother man dash one with a capital B. All sisters are sister sister dash one with a capital S. Anybody else? Uh, yes, I just want to remind everybody that uh, if they have a change of address or anything that's changed since the last time you submitted your information, please submit, submit it to the uh, emissions, uh, EMA1 emissions, and I'll get that process for you. Okay, I'll make sure I get on that. Shalom, this is Brother Andrew. But please, is that church redirect site up and running at the moment in time, or is it not available for the nation? Our treasury, or are you talking about U.S. treasury? So you said you created a treasury direct site for the nation. Is that operating at this moment in time to be viewed by the nation? It is. It's up, but it's not operational because I got to tend to these other things first, the university and, you know, the radio. But I'll be getting back to it. It is up. Now I don't know what it looks like right now, but you know, don't I, I wouldn't want anybody to see it anyway because it wasn't in it wasn't like flashy enough for me, but you know it didn't look good enough for me. But uh, it is been a while actually. A lot of stuff has been up for a while that I haven't released. So you know, it's just the time. It's like I'm telling you, you cannot imagine the amount of time that I don't have. I really don't. If, if we, I, I wish it wasn't that way, but I'm, I'm not complaining. No, I, I want to be servant to the most high and to the people and give the best of myself to the day that I leave this earth, and I will do that. I'm not complaining, but I'm just explaining why I don't have the time sometimes to tend to certain things. You know, it, it, sometimes it's just bad timing. You know, somebody might be going through something right now and they might need immediate emergency attention and it just so happens time permits to do it. Other times, it might not be able to get to get at immediately. So, you know, it's just the reality of life. It ain't because of my lack of love because I love every one of you. And we love each other as a group. You know, and all I'm saying is, please um, be mindful that I do have a whole lot of work, and um, I don't even have a chance to do some of my own personal life work anymore. I have to do it, but some people don't have that chance. So, anybody else? Uh, I, 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 mm-hmm. Oh. Well, hold on. It was regarding the WhatsApp because I sent you an email on WhatsApp. I don't know if you got it or not. I was just trying to uh, get you to add me to the group so whenever you send out a mass text on WhatsApp, I'll be able to get it because I haven't been on there in a while. Um, and I you. 
Is there anybody that can be a WhatsApp administrator? Is there anybody here that can do that? Anybody want to do it? Well, I shouldn't ask, do anybody want to do it? <laughs> we need somebody that gets on there all the time and, and is a social media person. My my, I, I volunteer and suggest uh, Sister Anisha. She's on point on all that. She's like the mother of it. She is the media, uh, social media yeah. mongrel. Yes, yeah, she uh, is. Well, Sister Nisha, I think you know what's going on, but if you need me to, I'm I'm there. Uh, yeah, but she got a lot going on, and I don't want to kind of put more on you. You got a lot going on. Um, not that nobody else does, but. You got something that really needs your attention. So, um, so I'm here. I can be able to handle that. All right. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. All right, now. I didn't even know you were on the line, brother. Just here. All right. Just here. Shalom. Brother Jasir is one of the brothers who followed the curriculum, and now he's living in the house that he's had built from the ground up. That's enough. Go for it. Hallelujah. He's done it. He followed the curriculum, and he has accomplished that. Brother Kedrick was the first to get a property. Hallelujah. So these two followed the curriculum and have changed their life around economically to some degree, greater or lesser degree, and spiritually as well. All praise to the Most High. All praise. Hallelujah. So, Brother Jassier, uh I was on the line the other day, but I waited for a minute and nobody was there. So, actually, you know what? I need to schedule something. Do you have, uh, let me see. Are you able to speak this evening? Yes, sir. I'm free. About when I need about ten minutes, maybe at eight o'clock tonight. Uh, eight o'clock our time tonight. Yes, that's okay. Okay. All right. Um, I was planning to be here till eight o'clock, but believe me, I need to get back to this work as quickly as possible. Anybody else? Brother Priest. Sir. Shalom, Nation. Yes, sir. I'm sorry that I, a little earlier I wasn't really uh, uh, fully focused, but I had went to that uh, meeting that I was telling you about earlier that I had a conversation with you. Yes, sir. And I just want to announce, you know, publicly, well, to the nation, I should say that uh, I just approved on what I was telling you about. Um, so I'm I'm eligible to get what I'm telling you through the bank when it comes to real estate. I've been trying to get this property here in New York City, and I uh, they just they just approved me, um, and I'm about to sign some documents with the lawyer right now. He's coming over here. Uh, turn up. So. Hallelujah. So, thank you. So this property is like a revenue maker for the nation too. It's a definitely uh can if if everything goes well with the property, 
the type of rental income I'll be making is nearly like $7,000 a month just in revenue hmm. as a keep. So, well, uh, that's what I wanted to try to do. Let's close the property before we start jumping for joy. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying that. Believe Halfway me, home. Yeah, but we've had these properties come in, and one time is a closing date, then all of a sudden some, come, some comes up. You know, yeah. expected. This happened with Kedrick. This happened with, with John Sear. This happened with Tyler when he was yeah. with us. It yeah. happened with Tony yeah. when he was with us. With you. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, whatever the case, yeah. well, praise the Lord. Hopefully everything will go smooth. Let us know when you got a closing date. Yes, sir. If you need any help, you know that we're here to help. So praise yes, the Lord. Sir. Anybody else? Ta-da. Anybody else? Well, Shalom, Ma. Shalom, Ma. I'll be here. Just to let you know, brother, please. I yield. Yes. Somebody else? Hey, yeah. I'm going on the way. Uh, is that brother Eric? Uh, Shalom, yeah. I was, somebody else was about to talk. I'll let him go ahead. Now, this is this awkward army. I was just letting you know that I was on the call the whole time, and I think that nation building is pretty good. Oh, all right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. How's everything going for you, brother? You okay? Everything okay? Yes, uh, everything is getting better. I'm in the process of getting a second job um, during the day. Um, they, uh, in a month, like, they, they're doing a lot of different things. Like, the most high open the door, like, a lot. Uh, since I actually came down here to um, Houston. Everything, I don't want to speak too fast on everything, but it's a lot of things that happen, real good things that happen. Well, that's good to hear, brother. Stay strong, stick in there. Don't let nothing get you off this path. Nothing, baby. I'm up. There's, there's one thing that I know I'm going to make you laugh about is remember the situation that I was telling you about my son. Uh-huh. Now, his, his mother called me apologizing. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If well, that she, is, I don't know what. that today. She did that today. And that, that kind of, that was like, Whoa. I know I'm doing something right, so. <laughs> it is. That's right, brother. Stay strong. Cause you're on the right path, and don't let anything knock you off. Even if you get, if you fall slightly to the side, pick yourself back up and keep fighting, brother. That's right. That's what we do as men. That's what we have to do as men. You know, sometimes sisters don't realize we we have emotions too. Now we get our feelings hurt. You know, (laughs) you know we get broken hearts, but you know we're men, so we got to deal with those broken hearts and letdowns and keep fighting and marching forth and doing the right thing. And you are doing, and you got blessed with her to apologize. Oh yeah. 
I like to say is hallelujah. I said that three times. Hallelujah. That's right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Anybody else before I go? Salama, going on the record out here, I would want to ask, uh, make it uh, be clear. You said uh, get all our debts and bring them next week to the meeting? Yes, sir. Calculate your amounts, and then uh, we'll talk about um, we'll talk about discharging them, and we'll we'll talk about it at least a little bit so everybody can get to moving on it, and um, you'll know how to knock that down because you want your balance to be you know you want to get that balance right. Yes. Yeah. And I was just asking if uh, we have a zero val- balance. The people who got a d- zero balance, do they move forward, like, or uh, you just decide, you know, on your own? Or we just get to that when we cross? You mean if you have no debts? Yes. Okay, if you have no debts, then you don't have to worry about the debt, and you just you want to go right into um, creditor status. So we'll just talk about that next week and just getting uh, right into opening up this account and getting going. Okay. okay. Yes. Yes. Thank you, sir. Ta-da. With that, are you? Anyone else before I go? Shalom. 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 This is Brother Matthew. But it's somebody else who has their phone unmuted. Shalom, can you hear me? Hello? Yes, sir, I can hear you. Okay, well, it's good to hear your voice again, man. It's been a while since I've heard you. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, man. I I was concerned, you know. if, If Matthew, if I don't hear Matthew's voice, I know... Something's going on, so I'm like, Emo, please reach out to Matthew. Find out what's going on. <laughs> we got it straight. <laughs> yeah. Yes, so, yeah, uh, what, what you were talking about as a, as, a, uh, as uh, individuals getting uh, becoming creditors to uh, the U.S. going through Treasury Direct, and plus is us doing that as a nation of people collectively together getting out of our debts um, and, and get out of our debts together, then that would show the United States as us being, as you can say, sovereign as a people, as creditors to the United States. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. That's a good point. That is, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Yeah, that's what China did. That's the whole thing. That's what China did. They became a creditor to the United States, and now they're they control the United States. Yeah. We can do the same. This is a real takeover plan. This is what the scriptures are talking about. The sins in the scriptures are debts. <laughs> so, if their sins are out. Outweigh yours, then you're the creditor and they're the debtor. Praise the Lord. So, 
thank you everybody for being here. I really appreciate all of our participation. It was the last meeting, but uh, I, I need to get the, the the university straightened out for everybody to know and uh, make these announcements. So I like the uh, university, brother priest. It looks nice. I like that uh, the new pictures and everything. Thank you so much. That especially that one with the pen is the mighty sword. That's the stuff. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Thank you very much. Ta-da. So um, I guess I will sign off for today. Everybody can stay on the line and, and fellowship and mingle and praise the Lord. Shalom. 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 Shalom, everybody. This is Brother Shadrick. Um, for those who are still on, um, the time now is uh, 36 minutes after 8. Uh, PM is the standard time, 36 out of 7 PM Central. Um, we can open up the floor for any topics anybody has, anything anybody wants to put on a table, just state your name phone on the record. Shalom, found on the record. It's like Bernard, tribe of Judah. I just got on the call a couple of minutes ago, so I'm not sure what Brother Priest talked about. So if uh, somebody could send an email or briefly just review what he spoke of, are we supposed to come back next week? Um, oh, okay. Uh, this is Brother Cedric. I'm not going to cut you off, Brother, but what I'll do is I'll just give you kind of like a synopsis, so to speak, and then... Um, uh, if anybody wants to reach out to their brother to give him the inside details, they can. Is this, Basically, is this being recorded too, brother? It's being recorded? Yeah, this is being recorded. He can go. Oh, yeah, it. you know what? He yeah, okay. you can do the, whole thing. the recording, brother. I just thought yeah. about it. Yeah, thank you. Toda, Toda, I'll do that. No problem. I, yeah, it's always recorded, so if you guys, you know, whenever you get a chance, you can always just, you know, go back and listen to it. But for what it's worth, um, I think that, you know, what Priest has set forth was a very great, um, it's a great opportunity for us. Um, it's almost kind of like fulfilling uh, a lot of dreams uh, that we have as a people because, you know, a lot of people have set, you know, these things in motion with, uh, I guess you can say, group economics, not necessarily, you know, setting them in motion, but the talks have always been there. But at least we can be some of the people to kind of, you know, set the precedent for it by doing it ourselves, amongst our, our amongst ourselves. So I, I'm I'm all going to hope for that idea. I think it's going to be great. Um, uh, anybody have anything that they want to say? I got a uh, question. Has anybody uh, heard about? The guy um, getting fired, the guy, uh, Kami. Yes. The one who just got fired by Donald Trump. Yes. Yeah, I heard about it. I, I didn't hear much details. Um, I, I, I didn't. The Ukraine guy, and they're talking about, oh, Trump is stupid. He's firing people, and he wants things to get done. Keep in mind, I ain't got no, I ain't got, I, I don't know what's going on because I don't have uh, I'm at the moment in time but uh, yeah if, if somebody could get me up to date 
they know any information that they want to share on that I didn't hear much details on that, so all I heard was I'm not necessarily sure what what the surrounding details is, but however, one of the things that does actually come to question when we're talking about this man being fired is him being fired right in the midst of the investigation of Donald Trump of him alleged you know of him having some type of um some type of affiliation uh with um, with um uh with Russia, I'm sorry. I was trying to get it out. I was looking at something as well. But yeah, his affiliation with Russia. So it's you know, everybody's kinda of wondering, like, you know, you fire this man and you know, at a time where you're under investigation, so it almost kinda of looks funny. Um but that's just, you know, that's just me speaking, you know, that's just my personal opinion and many opinions of others. But I just thought that, you know, I just kind of wanted to get anybody's opinion on who's actually, you know, heard about it. Yeah. So, so, Shalana, I'm going to ask you a question. Was his affiliation, like, that um, allegation with his affiliation with Russia, was that confirmed? Well, see, that's what the investigation was about. That's, that's what the whole investigation is about. And trying to confirm whether that was, you know, even a thing. But not that I mean it doesn't stop because they're trying to uh they're trying to replace him as we speak. They have like three candidates. Uh or two to three candidates, uh, from what I've heard yesterday. They got rid of Kami uh I think it was a, the day before yesterday or something like that and you know. I, you know, man, it was reportedly it was supposedly close enough to, you know, uh, uh, I guess confirmed it. I don't necessarily know, but, you know, the man got fired. So it almost kind of looks suspicious. Um, but now he's being replaced at this particular moment. I just wanted to, you know, like I said, I just wanted to hear what everybody's thoughts were on it was. Um, but since not, I don't think as many people are familiar with it. Um, so, you know, I won't speak too much on it. Um, but anyway, if anybody has any other topics that they would like to discuss, just state your name for and on the record. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, we were talking about, you know, about the business, talking about Trump's situation. Um, back in 2013, uh, they... It had came about for the global reset, and, you know, this was something, I don't know if you ever heard of it, brother, or anybody else on here about the global reset. And, of course, uh-huh. um, I posted in the uh, thing, in the uh, chat, the, one of the sites to check out back in February when Trump was, uh, you know, advocating the global reset or currency of the, you know, dollar bill. But it has stemmed back from 2013, even further back than that. But 2013 was a year when they brought about a lot of changes. One was the um, $100 bill and blah, 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 and the Sarah and all those good things. So 
I I think that something's on the on the um, edge of coming a reality, and so what Brother Priest is saying makes total sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely something that you know we should we should be you know uh, I guess you can say discussing. We should be discussing it, and there should be a thought in our minds as to you know considering it, considering what's actually about to transpire. Because I don't know, uh, well, I do remember, and I wish Robert was online because he spoke about this the other day, where he was saying how he had an article where J.P. Morgan uh, uh, stated that the bank should consolidate, uh, should consolidate all the deposits. So that J.P. Morgan Bank told, I think, like the lower banks or you know, any other banks, uh, whatever, that they should consider consolidating all the deposits. Now, Emma, what does that sound like to you? What, what's that, son? I, I'm sorry. Okay, About- well, J.P. Morgan, uh, the article stated that J.P. Morgan Chase told the banks that they should consolidate all the deposits. What does that sound like to you? It sounds like they're getting ready to do a takeover. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like. I have mentioned to the brother, it also sounds like they're about to do a bailing. Yeah, that too. That's a takeover, though. Bailing. Yeah, yeah. Bailing. yeah because they put, that in, they put that in place, actually, too, in 2013. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Well, no, no. Well, I've heard of it, but I didn't know it was too. With I didn't bank. know it was 2013. With the bank. Yeah, okay. where, where uh, you owe a certain amount, you know, if you're if you are a member of that bank, uh, you know, they can come and take a certain percentage of your money because you they they look at you as an investor. <laughs> they wow. Can, they can take your money, take a certain percentage. It depends on how much you got in there, what you, you know, who you are. Hmm. That's okay. You're saying that I'm gonna find the I'm gonna find the exact. Uh, uh, I'm gonna find it for you right quick. Okay, I'm just kind of curious about that because I'm I'm thinking about I'm I'm listening to what you're saying, and I'm just kind of like they're looking at you as an investor, and then I'm yeah, like, yeah, they, well, they say it. Yeah. Hmm. It, it, they saying that the banks could take your money in a crisis, but there's a um, it was a code for it. Uh, it's been a while. I'm I'm I, uh, I, they can actually t- okay banks. It's called too big to fail. The banks. And, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. But there's actually another name for it. Mm-hmm. I remember that movie. That movie is actually pretty good. Too big to fail. There's a lot of right. A lot of stuff in there. I can tell. There's a lot of stuff in that uh, movie <laughs> that just made yeah. my eyebrows just like, whoa. Did they yeah. really just say that? And it was crazy because like sometimes like like almost in the middle of the movie. Um, they were saying, I think they were having a meeting with China. United, some some guy was having a meeting with the representative of China, and I think he was he was saying something, and then I think China was saying something on the lines of, you know, like, you know, one call to Russia and their own United States or something like that, or was it China that they were saying they was talking? 
you guys have to watch the movie because they like they literally put it in the movie, and it just seems like everything that well, obviously everything that did come to pass it was in the movie because the two thousand and eight banking crisis uh, came, the recession came. So that that movie was about the recession, but it was talking about the things that led up to the recession and so on and so forth. But you'd have to watch the movie. It's, it's, really, it's really good. I think that's in Cinema 7, Too Big to Fail. Yeah, I think that movie is in Cinema 7. So if you guys get a chance, just check it out, you know, and, you know, for your at your own leisure, just check it out. Anybody else has any other things uh, that they would like to speak on? Yeah, Shalom. Um, uh, I, I speaking of movie, I was watching a movie called uh, Documentation called Satoshi Nakamoto. I don't know if anybody has heard about that. And it's about, it's about the guy, uh, the guy, some affiliate, uh, some guy that uses an A, A, a a new currency, an online currency, known as Bitcoin. And uh, now, uh, as I'm hearing our priest talk about the scenario of what is about to unfold, it falls into the same category of what the movie is talking about. And Oh, uh, I can't. I don't want to mispronounce it here. I don't have anybody. I gotta go with it for the next time. Called, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Samoto, uh, Satoshi Nakamoto, that's what it's called. Yeah. The guy is yeah. Currency that now operating and uh, it's like every day that currency, the value of the currency increases almost $100. Excuse me, I might have not but it increases a lot. It increases a lot. And um, it's not even government, it's not even government or something like that. It's very history of, uh, of United States dollar. Brother, I'm sorry. It's, it's kind of hard to hear you because it's like you're talking, but it's almost like you're talking either too close to the phone or away from the phone. And I don't oh, well, know. Are you hearing me now? Yeah, I can hear you now, brother. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so this is going to be brief. Yeah, I, uh, I was watching a documentary called Satoshi Nakamoto, which is an uh, uh, individual or he's uh, a person that created a new currency, but uh, Satoshi Nakamoto is his alias. And this new currency is a currency that is not backed, supported, or funded by the government in no way, form, or fashion. It's an online currency, and this currency generates value daily. Um, and the value that it generates it never depreciates. Um, 
the reason why I never depreciates is because it's a currency that is used online and only online. So, with that being said, in the documentary that I make a mention, if you invest in it, you will always make money every day or you'll always generate value every day. Other days, you, other days you'll make more money than others, but you'll never lose money. And I was like, that, that, that's funny. You know, yeah, I found it comical. But it's a good documentary because it talks about the history, a brief history of the United States dollars. Um, I don't know if anybody has heard of it. Once again, Satoshi, I believe it's Satoshi, Satoshi Nakamoto. Anybody heard of it? Seen of it? I've, I've never heard of Satoshi Nakamoto. Satoshi, yeah, something like S-A-T-O-S-H-I-N-A-K-A-M-A-T-O. It's about, it's about, um... Bitcoin, yeah. So that's the earliest that they use to create Bitcoin. Oh, Bitcoin. They no, I, it. Yeah, I've never heard of the documentary. Okay. They created yeah, it based yeah. upon the lottery system. Something along those. Yeah, they created it based upon the lottery system. They were saying the, way, the reason why the government cannot control that currency is because there's no way to trace the currency... Um, by following the IP address that it has left, something along those lines. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it was interesting. Sound like that was been by a computer hacker. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, I that's what it like, like, <laughs> like, this guy must be knowing all about, he must be related to Snowden or something. I mean, that was just, uh, I mean, the first thing I thought about was when you, when you well, of course, you know, it's digital currency, but when you said that they couldn't track the IP address, I was like, yeah, that sounds like they might be a old computer hacker. Um, I actually read a story about a computer hacker last night. Is You know what? Give me a second. I want to pull this up because I want you guys to hear what this computer hacker actually did. I, I don't advise them to do it, but I do want people to actually hear what this guy did. It was like... Really? Okay, so it says, this is from Wired.com. Anonymous, most notorious hacker is back, and he's gone legit. So it says, six months ago, Hector Montsegur hit hit send on an email to about a dozen new hires on the IT staff of a certain Seattle-based tech company whose names were chosen, carefully chosen from social media. The email, as he described it, was a classic phishing, that's P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G scheme. It was a note asking the targets to log into a company wiki that would provide an information sharing platform within the group. But unlike the typical phishing spam, Linking to a sketchy Chinese URL and competent IT staffer would scoff at. The link was a respectable-looking subdomain of the company's own website. Montiger had used a trick known as domain name system enumeration to dig up one of the company's defunct subdomains 
that had once directed visitors to a third-party service. He built his phishing site on the same URL of that service so that the fake login page appeared to be hosted inside the company's own network. About half of his targets took the bait, and the 33-year-old hacker sitting in his downtown Manhattan apartment says he soon had all the access he needed to the company's very real intranet portal, along with an email archive, sensitive documents, and DNS registry credentials that would have allowed him to hijack the company's website. It was essentially game over, Monsignor says. We literally got everything we need from that one social engineering campaign. Five years earlier, Monsignor would have stolen the company's data, posted it online, and announced the info dump on Twitter as another hack of his victory for Anonymous. It's sub uh, sex and Lovesex's prolific frontman known as Sabu. But in 2016, a very different Monteger instead passed it on to team members who write up a report about the company's insecurities to be followed by a substantial invoice and called it a day. For the past year, Hector Sabu Monteger has uh, quietly been working as a lead penetration tester for the small Seattle security firm Rhino Security Labs managing a six-person team that breaks into clients' networks to demonstrate vulnerabilities and help the firms patch them. The job marks his turn to full-time cybersecurity work after a much higher-profile career as the brash de facto leader of a hacktivist team breaching targets almost daily, including Sony, PBS, News Corp., as well as security firms like H.B. Gary and Mantech. When he was caught, he followed that rampage with a stint as an FBI informant, helping the agency to prevent some of the same kinds of cyber attacks he helped orchestrate, and then spent seven months in prison after taking the plea deal. Now his new white hat hacking position is putting the putting to test whether companies will allow one of the world's most notorious hackers, reformed or not, to attack their networks and whether the cybersecurity industry will accept as one of its own someone who not so long ago was eviscerating security firms like the one that now employs them. Um, you guys, if you want to read more of that, that is located at Wired, that's W-I-R-E-D.com, located at Wired.com, and it's uh, titled Anonymous Most Notorious Hacker is Back, and He's Gone Legit. And this was written by Michael Marcel, for Wired, and it was written on, uh, gee, when when was it written? Trying to find a date here. I don't see a date. Darn. Oh, never mind. It was written, oh, this was written 2016, 7 a.m. All right. All right. I just was throwing that out there if anybody was curious about the article. Um, I know a lot of people aren't into uh, uh, hacking and coding and all the other different stuff. I don't know, but I just read. I just threw that out there because the brother was talking about. Um, he we were talking about uh, hackers, so I just thought that I would throw that out there. Um, oh, can't lose that. Put that up. 
Hello, is anybody, is everybody still there or are people getting ready to leave? Because it's like 59 minutes after 8. If we don't have any more topics, we can just adjourn for the rest of the evening. Does anybody have anything else that they want to share? Salam, brother Cedric. This is just a quick question. Did you get a chance to pass on the message that I was asking you to pass on? Yes, I did. Um, what was told to me is, well, what you should do is if you still you ain't gotta you ain't gotta you ain't gotta you ain't gotta explain that. Excuse me, interrupting, but but you ain't gotta explain that right now. I was just asking if you passed it on. That's it. Okay. Yeah, I did. Yes, I did. Anything else? No, no, no. I appreciate that very much. Once again, no problem. All right. Anybody else have any other topics? Okay. It is now 9 o'clock p.m. on the uh, hour. We can adjourn for the rest of this evening. Everybody, if you haven't logged in university or whatever, please take note of that. Ema, I'll be reaching out to you for admission. I'll see you guys a little bit later. We can adjourn. Shalom. 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 Shalom.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.